Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike. Who has a very, very cold heart with me today? That would be me, Kenneth Sanity, moaning my wife and wishing she would come back to feel my cold, cold skin and lack of emotions. All right. <laughs> And special guest. My name is Blair Farrell from comicbookvideogames.com. Back again. And well, gentlemen, here's the survival. And hopefully we'll be doing this again next New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here to talk about Batman Arkham Origins Cold Cold Heart DLC that came out in 2014 April. Which is, And with this, we finally close the door on Arkham Origins. Here's the hat trick. We still have the movie, but yeah. (laughs) We finally closed the door on the video game versions of Arkham Origins. (laughs) Oh, Salt and Arkham has nothing to do. Well, I guess it kind of has something to do with this, but not really. Okay, it's just another thing set that we got to cover. Yeah, But yeah, this is, you're right, because this is the three origin parts that all... So I had never played this DLC before. I have bought it multiple times, I'm pretty sure, at least once on 360. And I bought it on PC again because I don't my 360 I don't use anymore. And I had I had very little anticipation going into this after we played. God, what the hell was that terrible one that we played last year? Can't Lucky? Harley Quinn's. Oh, Harley Quinn's Revenge. Oh, yes. That, oh my God, that was terrible. It was. I, it was horrible. It was boring. It was stupid. So I didn't have high anticipations for this. I was like, okay, we're gonna play this. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I've heard good things. I've seen. I've I've stayed relatively blind to it. I mean, I knew it was about, you know, Mr. Freeze, because, of course, it's Cold Cold Heart. You know, he's on the cover. Like, I knew that, but I didn't know a whole lot going in, and I was surprised in a good way. What about you, Ken? Eh, it would have been better if Elton John was the main bad guy of this one. You know, with the Cold Cold Heart, ha, 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 ha. But, no, you know, it was it was a DLC. Okay. What about you, Blair? I thought it was enjoyable. I think it's... It, it's just too much like it even has like a batman animated series like title card at the start which i appreciate because this is essentially just heart advice again that kind of retelling just like even though it's longer it's almost abridged but it's i mean it doesn't overstay it's welcome it's not overly long which i appreciate so much people are clamoring for longer things and i turned this on last saturday and just knocked it out in like an hour hour and a half and i was like i, I like this just being able to beat something and get a nice little story out of it. I will say it was a good story. Like, yes. Is it almost note for note heart of ice? Sure. But you know, the Mr. Freeze story, it's, it's emotional. And I think that makes him one of the better Batman villains, as far as, you know, pathos is concerned and being able to play through this and kind of have an active hand in that story was, it was fun. And throughout the Arkham series, like Mr. Freeze has like an amazing arc. Like between this and what happens in Arkham City and the the um, city of uh, I can't remember what's called in Arkham Knight, but they, they did a whole chapter about post launch stuff with Mr. Freeze and like mm-hmm. this how that all concludes is like really satisfying. Like perhaps more than anything else, it's in Arkham Knight. I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it. <sighs> We'll get there eventually, I'm sure. Yes, we will be. We need a long lead time. I'm just giving you that much right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's coming. I have it all planned out. It's still a while away. (laughs) But with Coco Heart, one thing is interesting. It takes place, what, days after Origins happened, which I thought was... Because this is happening on New Year's Eve. Origins happened on Christmas Eve, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I thought that was interesting that it's like literally days later and all this shit is happening to him. (laughs) <laughs> like, which is hilarious because all of origins happened like literally six days ago that's not enough time to realize hey maybe i shouldn't do this thing there's a big dude dressed like a bat that could cause problems well he i don't think he cares <sighs> he's also super powerful in this like this is a very powerful mr freeze like in the first cut okay. scene when you see them at Wayne Manor having the party and he just murders people instantly, not Mr. Freeze does, where they, like, I did like it where you have in the cutscene, the woman's like, oh, is this cold in here? Did you not pay your heating bill, Bruce? And then all of a sudden she gets frozen to death along with everybody else. 
I did. I was actually a really cool cutscene, just watching Mister Freeze like just freeze everything, break through, and just start killing people like that. That was really cool. I only have one issue with Mister Freeze in this: the voice and the body don't seem to match. You well, know what I mean? Whole, the whole thing about the Arkham series is that everyone they have that unreally design because I think a lot of these are made with like Unreal Engine, where everyone just has that big chunky. Like even Bruce Wayne, just when he's in his suit, looks like like he's jacked. If someone saw him, it's like, yeah, he, he's probably Batman. Look at him; he's like huge. Yeah, and it's just like everything is like big, and like that suit is like it's almost like Rod Julia and Street Fighter, where it's just like a tiny man in a giant suit. <laughs> Small guy in a big ass coat with a lot of personality because. <laughs> Raul Julia shoots for the stars, but anyway, <laughs> it does. I noticed that. I mean, I played this over a week ago, and I but I don't remember there being any type of effect with that with me, with me noticing it with the voice not fitting the body or anything. I just that I don't remember. I did like it how Mister Freeze comes and Bruce just leaves. He goes in the hallway and just starts leaving. <laughs> I mean, going to get the back suit, but it just amused me that that's what he was doing immediately. And then you have all these scenes where Penguin's men have also showed up because. Mr. Freeze is working with Penguin for some reason you don't know, and that he's here to get this guy Ferris Boyle, who Bruce is supporting, to help change the city. Like that always works out really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's other stories I know where he supported somebody. I just can't remember the guy's name in Court of Owls that he was supporting that turned out really well for him. You know? Oh God, that dude. Yeah. Yes, I mean it's been yeah. more than that. I mean, there's been a lot of people that Bruce supports and turned out to be. Oh wait, you're a murderer, huh? I just want to give a big shout out to the voice actor of Ferris Boyle. That was Stephen Tobolowski, um, everybody's favorite insurance salesman from Groundhog's Day. <laughs> okay, I have not seen that movie in many years. Oh, you should. You know, it would, yeah, but it's just I, I like how you get to be in the in the mansion for a little bit, just wandering through. You see people who are cowering in fear, of course, because. You know, they almost got murdered. Vicky Vale wearing the same costume that she's wearing in Arkham City, but hey. And <laughs> it's the same model, now, it's like. Considering that Arkham City takes place years after this. She kept her jacket. Like, come on, girl. Change it up. <laughs> it's called We We Don't Have Money <laughs> to make a new model. Here you go. Well, it's gonna be economical with it. your design. It's like you have Vicky Vale for five seconds, you can spend hours remodeling a thing or it's just like uh can we just have that and we're just most people like i didn't notice it's, <laughs> I it's did been a go. spell since i played arkham city but i was like oh yeah it's picky bale again i i did find it amusing that bruce doesn't know how to get to his back cave at first like you have you know alfred has to tell you well you should go through here and you probably shouldn't use this entrance why don't you use this <laughs> like he doesn't know what he's doing exactly well, it could it be was, like he just doesn't live in the house very much. He's probably just down <laughs> in the cave and he just like forgets where everything is. His house is too big. It was interesting that you have a couple stealth missions, at least one or two. I think it was at least more than one. But where you are just bruised and you don't have all your gadgets, and you have to sneak around and take out guards with guns. I did like that, even though I died, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, you don't have a crutch cool. of like your detective vision. So you kind yeah. of have to be aware of your surroundings or mindful of your surroundings. As they would say, Batman Begins. And, it's very interesting um, to, to see Bruce because you don't you you haven't gotten to play as Bruce in the Arkham world except for Arkham City for that little brief time. So it was nice to have Bruce again, even though even though it's not the same, but it was still nice. Except you think they'd be wondering why can Bruce Wayne beat the shit out of all of us? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I'm not sure anybody who's designed this game ever wore a custom made suit. Because uh, typically when you get a bespoke suit or like, you know, actually tailored to match, there's not a lot of room for jumping halfway across the hall to pummel the living shit out of somebody. So I don't know if these are just special suits that Bruce is getting or what, but eh, it doesn't fit. I wouldn't put it past him. It's like, okay, I need this suit for like this, like for business meetings, but also just in case... I mean, even if you weren't Batman, I want something that I can run in just living in Gotham City in general, because it seems like <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to go and get a carton of eggs and you just like we'll probably get mugged by 20 people. Like Gotham City is a pretty terrible place. Yeah. If you're Bruce Wayne, you don't run, though. You stand. You fight because you are the knight. Or, or you just have order someone to go pick you up eggs at the store. That's true. Yeah. Or you just, you know, Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if 
Does Gotham have Uber Eats? That's a question. That's what I want to see explored in the Batman game. <laughs> and I did get a kick out of how he gets to the Batcave. Is a is a statue that made me laugh. Yes, because it's a reference to Batman sixty six. <laughs> so that was cool to me. I I, I, I like that. the Arkham Origins world a lot. I really do. And he, like what I like about this is even though it's like seven days later, he seems much softer. Is at the start of Arkham Origins, like you, they have like the cutscene and it has like the TV. And I think Vicky Vale or some reporter approaches him and he's like, Oh, you're like, what's Gotham's most eligible bachelor doing? And he's like, No questions. I don't have time for this. And now he's actively just engaging with the crowd and talking to Ferris Boyle. And you can see that, you know, kind of what happened in Arkham Origins affected him that he realized that. You know, I have to still be Batman and tough, but like I also have to, you know, soften my approach a little because I'll get more results that way. Also, I would assume it plays a part in the fact that Bane figured out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. So maybe he's trying to act a little different now, too. That's also a good point, too. Because, yeah. I mean, Bane went into the Batcave and fucked it up, which you still see because it's still messed up when you get here. Which is cool. I really do like that they carried that over. I mean, I'm sure it was. Well, let's just reuse this environment that we already created. Yes. But it worked out well. It was good I mean, for continuity. It's only seven days later. So, I mean, I don't think he would have had a whole lot of time to, you know, fix the place. Not like he can go hire contractors. Hey, come on into the secret cave I have. But, you know, and I hired you and I'm paying you. But don't don't mention my name, okay? Like, yeah. Hey, man, even contractors have family over Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Bruce Wayne just puts on, like, a fake mustache. Matches and just Malone. goes to hire contractors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't the Bruce Wayne matter. No, no, no. This is I, I'm I'm who's I'm Hustain Wayne. That's why I'm yeah, yeah. Who's Wayne? <laughs> so, <laughs> well they had that entire like Batman animated series episode about like the mechanics who worked on the Batmobile. That was a good episode. Yeah. And I I, I like the tease they do in this DLC too, where they show you the EX suit and just go, Hey, look at this cool thing that you can't use right now. Ah. Just gonna have to get Alfred to fix it. Okay. Sure you are, buddy. I was like uh, I, I mean, I, I a little bit I knew about the DLCs. I did know about that piece of equipment because I've seen screenshots and stuff of the EX suit and it's on, it's on the cover. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm Batman. I'm just my regular suit. Okay, like it, it's fine, but it's a it's a good lead up to get you excited for that EX suit. Yeah, yeah. Except I feel like the story runs into the mechanics a lot in this because sometimes the cryo beams will turn people just to flat out ice. Sometimes Batman will get hurt by the ice in his regular suit. Sometimes EX Batman gets hurt by the ice beams. Like, what's the point? <laughs> it's, it also just seems like it's, I mean, this is like, as we mentioned at the top, it's really short. Because you get to explore Gotham a little just with a full loadout from Arkham Origins. But, like, you get to a point where essentially you need this suit and you see... Like, one of the only collectibles in this is, like, there's frozen people all around Gotham, but you can't do anything with them until you get this new suit. Yes. So, essentially, you just get to a point where you get to, like, a place, and then it's, okay, now just go get the suit and then go back and kind of do it all over again. And then it just kind of ends. And it's just kind of the point of, like, collectibles, especially in this era, 2014. I mean, collectibles are a big thing in this era of gaming, I feel like. Yeah, but the collectibles do unlock stuff like, you know, it is it is good. I didn't have a problem with it. I just I didn't I didn't do all. Of them. I rescued some people, but I didn't care enough. But that's me. Well, if they gave you the suit off the hop, this would be like a half an hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I, and then I'd like seeing the mansion on fire, too. I thought that was really cool because you don't normally, yeah. you know, I mean, they're burning down the mansion. I mean, of course, they didn't destroy it. Obviously, that happens later in the series. But. It was cool to see that the mansion was just getting, you know, wrecked by these guys and they really don't care. And they're like, oh, hey, I'm going to take this is, you know, good for nothing. Bruce Wayne. Like, I, again, that made sense. I thought it was I, I thought it was hilarious when they make fun of him being rich as hell. And they're like, well, let's take this. He won't notice, which is not untrue. <laughs> when you're well, that rich, what, you won't. I'm sure you don't notice. That's something I love about because when they did when Insomniac Spider-Man came out, which I like, but people like a lot more than me. I think it's a strong eight. What I really miss is like the flavor text of the Arkham villains just fly like gliding around, just hearing like the conversations that they're having, like especially in Arkham Knight, 
they're like really funny, especially after kind of like the game ends and you're exploring the just the, what they're talking about is is really great. And then just like here, it's like even you get the payoff of like you run into the guy that you dumped on the Christmas tree in the main game here. Again. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. I, mean, I also liked that it had a bunch of detective modes, too, in this I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you did in Arkham Origin, but it was nice to see that like. Mr. Freeze is a very, they do a good job with him where he's very single minded in this game because that's Mr. Freeze. Like he freezes you at one point, but he doesn't care about you. He's just there to get Ferris Boyle and you're just in the way. Yeah. Like it, at, when you first meet him, he just like freezes you in a block of ice. Mm-hmm. And he's basically just like, I have no qualms with you. I'm just here for him. And he takes him and goes. <laughs> like, nice and you and just easy. keep fighting tons of penguin men. I think you even see penguin men that have a version of the freeze pack too. Yeah. You see him very early on in the mansion, which I, I like the fact that they, that he helped them build something. So they had it too. I know it kind of defeats the purpose of Mr. Freeze, but still I was okay with, with some of the goons having an ice pack gun. Well, just well, it, it introduces was... a new enemy type. So like, cause yeah. after Arkham origins, you kind of have a rhythm and how to deal with a crowd. And then suddenly it's okay. Now I have to tackle this guy first because this is really going to screw up my flow if I get frozen and I have to break out. So it's almost like you're either building up a combo to take them down or immediately going after them. And I will say, starting out with the full loadout from Comorigins, like, I feel like this DLC nails shock and awe Batman better than the main game, better than any game since. It just gives you the tools. If you're good enough, you can just go in and decimate people. Especially if you remember how to play and didn't wait uh, six months to play, or however long to play this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took yeah. me. It took me a bit to remember how the hell to play Batman again. It didn't take long. But when you brought up like Harley Quinn's Revenge, I remember when I played that when it oh. first came out because it was like like Arkham City came out in October of 2011 and Harley Quinn's Revenge came out in like May the next year and in mm-hmm. that time I completely forgot like I remember getting stuck for hours because I didn't know where a door was to get in somewhere yep same just because I was like what what do I have to do I'm gliding around here but this is like I didn't have that problem here also yeah we just played Arkham Origins <laughs> not that long ago <laughs> but it was it was just nice to see like I I like the fact that you're fully decked out immediately I, I agree with that that was great because that's how it should be it's been six days he shouldn't have lost everything again he loses everything enough yeah there's that well, story reason where it's like oh like he a giant selectite or icicle fell down on my tool bench and all my stuff is gone or something i mean he did lose the glue grenades yeah but they were useless anyway so it's okay <laughs> i thought the actual in-game explanation for not having them was pretty funny same. I, I yeah. smiled when they did that. That made me happy when they made a little comment towards it. I don't know. It's just, and then it's like you start off. Oh, when did Arkham Origins Blackgate take? That was that was like later on in the year, right, or something. I think it was three months. So I was, that would put it around March. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's different. Okay. Uh, the other thing about this, I, is you get to run around the city again. You get a, a chunk of the city from Origins, which is fine, but you get a little bit of the city. To, to run around and be Batman and if you want to. And there's a couple of side activities. One is the anarchist thing. For some reason, you can either find tags, which I didn't even know existed till just now when I'm watching the video. And then you can also break up a few riots where you fight a couple people. That's it. And for, for me personally, because I just came off of a big open world game where it's just a lot of nonsense. So to have this in the DLC where they're just like, you don't have to worry about all this other stuff. This is just takes place in this one block. Like, I, I very much appreciated that where it's just like, you're not going to go all over the map. It's just like, it just takes place here. Like I did miss the experience factor because there is, you don't gain experience in this. I did miss that, but that was, I understand why it wasn't there because they would have had to carry over your Batman save, which this is kind of a standalone DLC. It doesn't, it's not connected to your save. So that makes yeah, sense. You can, because I, uh, I play this, I just, I'm one of the lucky people who got a new Xbox Series X literally last Friday, and I just put in the Arkham Origins disc because it just automatically works. God <laughs> love that system. And I download the DLC, and I don't have a save file, because I guess it didn't carry over from my 360, which is understandable. But you can just start this. Like, you don't even need to have a save file from Arkham Origins. You just do this if you want. 
which is really nice. I, I like DLC like that in games. I don't. I like it where it's just standalone. It's not added to your game. I mean, I, I haven't played a lot of DLCs to be honest. Most of the DLCs I have played have been standalone, Minerva's Den, stuff like that for the show. So it's nice. I'm very a fan, a fan of this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just it was just nice running around the city. I mean, and you didn't have to. And I like we mentioned earlier. I did laugh my ass off when you find the the same thug that you threw through the window that you threw on, off the Christmas tree. That made me laugh. <laughs> that was really good. The one thing that I really liked about this dlc was it felt much more alive than harley quinn's revenge did like i don't know if it was bigger it doesn't really feel like it was bigger like it felt like there was a lot going on in harley quinn's revenge but this just felt more alive it wasn't just you know the steel plant it was a chunk of city there were multiple levels things going on people getting the crap beat out of them I feel the expectations for this were smaller because this is just like, okay, here's like a little bit more. Whereas like the way Arkham City ends, you're like, oh man, what happens next? I want to know what happens next. And then this new expansion comes out and not that much happens. So that was kind of a letdown. I mean, it's hard to expect that you would get something major from that payoff in this months later content. But this is more or less just a focused Mr. Free story that doesn't have any larger ramifications almost on the larger Arkham series other than here's where Mr. Freeze is introduced into this particular take on Batman. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. It, it didn't, and you know, you also get some new places in this because besides running around the city, you go to uh, the, the build, what the hell was the name of the place where Ferris Bueller, Fer- Ferris Bueller, <laughs> Ferris Boyle works at? Or Goth owns? Corp. Yes, and that was cool to see. Like you, you go there, you do a couple things, and you get locked out because you you can't break through a barrier of ice. I think you, is this when you see the penguin get frozen too? Yes. Yeah. I like seeing Mister Freeze turn on the penguin. That was cool. I really like that. Which and is, you start was good freezing stuff. to death too. <laughs> like I thought that was cool. Like I mean, you actually have parts where like you know instead of having the gas that you would have had, in, I think in Arkham Asylum with the poison ivy gas, you have freeze gas where you can't go in an area and you have to like go through different doors and you're trying to get through and i think there's even a part where you have like a sort of a time limit because you're getting you're about to get frozen and i do like that the frost uh gathers on the cape like kind of (laughs) realistically and it's interesting too like i wonder if like the reason for the having very it's very much it's almost like we need an enemy and we have all these penguin thugs and they just say like oh mr freeze like use the penguin just like i'll give you weapons if you help me do this but then like mr freeze freezes the penguin in this massive ice wall and then when you think about like kind of where that relationship has changed in arkham city where like mr freeze is in the heat prison and penguins (laughs) museum like that's kind of cool how they have that duality in the switch yeah because he hates him (laughs) and this is why I mean, it wasn't, you know, written then, but they they did a good job of giving you a reason why he really does not like Mr. Freeze. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And just and seeing him kind of just betray him was also cool. And he puts him in a giant wall of ice. <laughs> but no, it was just it was I mean, he has some very cool cutscenes too in this in this DLC, which also impressed me. Like it, it's a very good story content of feeling for Mr. Freeze again. I I have also never seen the Sub Zero movie yet, which I really need to watch one day. But it, it's, it made me more interested to watch that movie after after playing this because it, it made me think more about the character. I also love it the means, fact that the character had no story until the animated series really fleshed him out and made him the character he is now. Yeah, just go back and watch Heart of Ice. You can honestly skip Sub-Zero. Just watch oh. Heart of Ice. You're going to load up HBO Max and turn on Batman and Robin? <laughs> no, thank you. No. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never seen no. that movie all the way through. Change that one day. I have a friend who loves that movie, and he hates the Suicide Squad. And I don't know. I just don't know with some people. Well, the thing about it is, like, what, what was I, I thinking? Yeah, because I saw the new Uncharted movie, and not to get too off topic, but I'd rather watch a movie that's almost so bad it's entertaining that a movie that's so average that it's forgettable. Fair. That's a good call. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, Batman and Robin is just, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, I just bought this 
steel tin of Street Fighter, which is why it was had Rob Julie <laughs> on the brain. And it's like, this yes. movie is so over the top that it's incredible. And same thing with Batman and Robin. Like, it's not a good movie, but it's so quotable and memorable just because of how over the top it is. And yeah, I like the Robin suit because it kind of looks like Nightwing, but fair. One day I'll watch that movie, probably for this podcast. But like after you and then this so in cohort you have a scene we have to go get this drill to get to mr freeze which you spend a good chunk that's your next like objective but i i did really like we mentioned earlier the way that his cape looks with all like the all the ice on it and everything just looks so damn cool and then the i think the game makes you get both pieces yeah it makes you does it make you get both pieces of the drill before you get the ex suit or you get the ex suit right at this point i can't remember i think you get the drill and or it's around the same time. I think you have to get the drill first because that's out in the map somewhere. I think okay. you might have to go back to the Penguins Bar. I yeah, you got to go to the My Alibi nightclub. Oh yeah. And once you're at My Alibi, that's when the EX or the XE suit drops. Okay, and this was. And then you get the cryo drill. Okay, the EX suit was fucking awesome. I mean, it was, I mean, it plays the same. Like, he makes comments like, oh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, he's like, oh, I made it lightweight, so I won't be heavier, I won't be slower. But now you get a, you get a battering that can melt things, and you can melt stuff too, which mostly for story reasons. But he just looks badass. Instead of having the electrical gauntlets that you have, now you have thermal gauntlets, which act the same. But you, it's just, it's so damn cool. I think that was my, melt the ice. My big disappointment with the suit was that, like, it essentially just swaps out electricity for fire. But I did like the, because it is a, like a very bulky action figure like suit. And then Alfred says like, yeah, he has a dialogue where it's like, are you going to be able to move in this thing? And he says, oh, I made it from like honeycomb weaves or something. So it's big, but I'll still be able to maneuver as normal. Like I appreciate any amount of context as to why you're not slower or as yeah. to why you're still the same. And it lets you let you rescue the people that are frozen in ice. It lets you break through some ice barriers because he can melt them. Like it was just, it was really cool. And like using the thermal battering to melt things, like keep you know to use your code breaker or use it to. It happened later on many times. I mean, when they freeze one of the spots you jump on, you can melt it. So it was just, I was really a fan of this. Like to me, it re- the DLC really picked up once you get this suit, and you can go run around the city and rescue people. I, I didn't bother because it's me, but. It, it's cool that it's there. Yeah, because like it's half over by the time you get it, so it's it's it is nice that you can go out and explore in this suit after it's done. Oh, you only get one piece of the drill, then you get the suit, then you go get another piece of the drill, and then you find out you need some kind of liquid nitrogen or something to power the drill. Yes, the power source is in Goth Corp. Yes, then you go back to Gotham Corp, which is now all frozen to hell way worse than it was when you got there and i i really like all the gotham corp stuff because this is where the story starts to really get fleshed out and you find out like what was going on and, and why this happened and i really like that yeah it's like the like in arkham origins well no it was arkham was yes it was arkham origins where they brought in the rewind detective yes, yes. i'm just thinking of i have a wii u version of arkham <laughs> city and you kind of have to use the tablet to navigate crime scenes which is what you can do. Although I don't know this came to Wii U. I don't know. It's so confusing. But no. anyway. No, this one actually didn't come to the Wii U. Arkham Origins did have a Wii U version, but the DLC got canceled due to lack of interest. Oh, yeah. And I know the multiplayer got axed. Yep. But the detective uh, case in this is Mr. Freeze, like becoming Mr. Freeze or Victor Freeze becoming Mr. Freeze. That was really cool, though. Yeah. I really enjoy the detective part where you find out what happened and you have to put it together. And there's a bunch of different clues that you're, it was a very good detective part. I felt like where he's really trying to put this case and it takes, it's not that quick either. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a case. You have to research. Yes. You have to go all around like the room and kind of back to where you started. And then it's like, it's like the realization that Batman's or Bruce Wayne is, like, I've been backing this guy and secretly he's he's playing the role of humanitarian, but he's making these weapons. Yeah, and he's the whole reason that like you see, you know, that he was the one that froze Mr. Freeze and there was an accident and it has something to do with his wife. And then they, they you know, take the gurney out and they left Mr. Freeze for dead or something of that nature. I think it was. It, yeah, I don't know, it was very good. Yeah. Like all things, it was just a, you know, 
a bad guy trying to do a bad thing. Something worse happened, but he was still responsible. And you, I think the really cool thing about this was like right at the beginning, there's a security guard with uh, same color skin as Mr. Freeze. And Batman's like, oh, he died of heat stroke. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Setting up right away why Mr. Freeze has the suit. Oh, yeah, because he'll, he's so he's so cold that he'll, he, you know, any heat, any heat will kill him. Yeah, a yep. temperature will kill this guy. Yeah, that is I cool. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I really like seeing his origin, too. I liked seeing him become this, like how he became Mr. Freeze in this. I thought that was, and how you kind of like feel for him, because he's one of those characters that you're meant to feel for. He's not just a, like a Joker villain or something. He's a character that has a reason why he became the way he was, not just that he dropped into a vat of poison and decided to kill everybody instead. Yeah, and that kind of pays off even more in Arkham City because Mr. Freeze is, well, you do have admittedly one of the, probably the best boss fights ever in the Arkham series in yes. Arkham City with Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah. But he's oh, yeah. almost more of an ally in that game than an enemy. Like you, I mean, you torture him at one point because he, he needs like the, um, he's in the uh, prison and the only way he's staying alive is that he has like a, the chemical that basically acts as a way to cool him down. And Batman kind of just like takes him, pours out in front of him or breaks a vial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then like he essentially becomes your ally. So it's like, yes, he is a villain. He is doing horrible things to people. But what makes a good villain is that you understand why they're doing it. And this game really, and this particular chapter of the Arkham saga really drives that home as to why you care for this guy and his plight. Well, he's doing it for love. I forget, was his wife already, like, oh, like his wife was dying of something, and they had her in cryostasis, and that's what led to this whole explosion and everything, because they were going to kill her, I think? Yeah. Yes. Well, Ferris Bueller wanted the technology for the cryo, the, the cryogenic freezing. Okay. Yes, I know. I said Bueller. I, I don't know. care. I know what I'm purpose. <laughs> that's fine. But, but he was supposed to help Victor Freeze do you know get his wife cured but he kind of you know decided eh, maybe i'm not going to do that and i'll just milk you for technology and when mr freeze started doing his own research to try to figure out how to fix his wife instead of contributing toward the weapons technology that's when ferris got pissed took nora away and caused the unfortunate lab accident that uh, killed one guard and might as well have killed another man. But no, he's just left alive a cold, empty husk of who he used to be with one spark of fire left in his body for his dear wife, Nora, who he has to cure. And after you, because this is when you finally get the drill to get through the wall of ice, I find it amusing that you leave the penguin right in the, the ice. You don't save him. You don't get him out. You just leave him there. Yep. <laughs> He's like, at least I know where you are when I'm looking for you. It's like, I know you were, I know where you'll be staying or something like that. He makes, he makes a comment. It looks like Mr. Freeze isn't the only cold, cold heart in the <laughs> game, huh? huh? Because honestly, wouldn't you, you would die after a while in there. Oh yeah. Well, that's my wonder because they, they bring up, I think when you look at, when you examine some of the bodies at some points where they are frozen, but I think Batman says that as to however the, the technology works is that, they are frozen into a state of near instant cryostasis. So they're not freezing to death. They're just almost still. So that's why. Yeah. Cause uh, like, I, I hate the whole, well, like in Batman begins, it's like, I don't, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. I'm just like, well, I mean, you're still doing manslaughter. It's not murder, <laughs> but like, I hate the semantics of, well, I'm not going to kill you, but I'll leave you in a giant block of ice and let your goons chip, like chip away with like ice picks or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, that's still killing Batman. Yeah, and then and then you get to the the final fight of this DLC, which kicked my ass a few times before I finally got the hang of it. So you you get into a room into a into a large room of Mister Freeze, and he has Ferris Boyle, and you're trying to go get Ferris Boyle out of there and beat Mister Freeze, and he has his freeze gun, of course, and he's in a center platform, and you have you can go. You can go up above, kind of, where he can still see you sometimes, and then you can also go down below him, to, and he kind of moves around this level, and you have goon, and he spawns goons to a never-ending supply of goons, because, you know, why not? And Goons, hired goons. <laughs> it's all the, you know, he and you have Nora in the case, and he's trying to protect Nora, and this was a hell of a fight, too, because it's broken up into a 
two different, two or three different phases too. Yeah, so the first thing you have to do before you even attack him is that there's power stations kind of around the arena, and you have to like depower those. And you're totally vulnerable, so you kind of have to make sure that he's like looking the other way, which is kind of hard to do sometimes because the camera is zoomed in on you, so you can't see what Mister Freeze is looking at, which I found challenging sometimes. You can use detective vision to kind of tell, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. But the goons—I mean, you uh, also need the goons not to be near you because the goons are near you. They'll alert him, and he'll just come and freeze your ass. Yep. And it's not quick. It takes about five seconds or so for you to stand there and make these cryo tanks blow up. And almost, I mean, and every time you do it, even if he's on the other side, he will come all the way to you and stare at you for a second while you blow it up. <laughs> and how many of those uh, crowd generators are there? Three. In grand video game tradition. Oh, God, if you think that, you should play Darksiders 2. If you want to play a game that loves the number three, play Darksiders 2. Everything you do in that game is three. You need three keys oh, unlock the store. I know. I played Darksiders 2. Okay. Good game. <laughs> but God, does it love the number three? So oh, yeah. I died so many times on this part because I kept trying, like, I, sometimes I would try to take out the guards. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go hit the guards and take them out first. And they would kill me very quickly or they were alert freeze. Freeze would freeze me. Then they would kill me. Like, I had. I had a really hard time getting these three generators down. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. But you did. I did. Took a while. I had to kind of, like, look up a thing and said, yeah, you need to distract Mr. Freaks. I wasn't distracting him. I was just trying to, like, go there and take out the guards and then do it. Yeah, I was just moving quickly around the arena. Like, I would just kind of zip around and do it. I didn't have much trouble with this part. I think what happens the next part is not so much challenging, but kind of tedious. And I guess we'll get into that now. Yeah. It's yep. so you, you break the three generators, he freezes, puts a freeze down and freezes you and all the goons that would have been down there with him. And now he's down here with you, hunting you. And it's, I think it's just, I don't think there's goons again for this part. Maybe he brings, no, yeah, he brings back more goons, but yeah, it's yeah. A, I mean, he can kill you one hit if you get in his face. Instant kill. Yep. Best way to do it is break through the walls of ice and surprise him. Yeah. You can drop. You can drop stalactite or icicles on him. Or icicles, yeah, big icicles. You can drop on him. You can, you know, go be go through ice walls. You have to find different ways to beat him down. And you can sneak up on him too, but I don't recommend it. I did it a couple times, but it's hard because he can turn around and be like, "Oh, hi." See, this was such a bummer of a fight for me because, like, the Mister Freeze fight in Arkham City is so memorable. So it's like, how do you top that? You can't. And then this is like, I don't know if if either you ever played Batman Vengeance. I know of it. Well, it's it was like the animated series PS2 game that came out in like 2001 where you fight Mr. Freeze oh, and you're yeah. in first person and you have to move around and like throw batarangs at things that drop on his head. And it just like just think about intelligent Mr. Freeze is in Arkham City and this. It's just like I was just zipping around at perches and being like, oh, what keeps dropping ice blocks on my head? And then at the end, I just jumped through a wall and did a takedown like it was it was just long like it, i didn't find it challenging this time around i just found it tedious it's a long fight too i mean because you you don't do if you just do the icicle things you don't do a lot of damage to him and then in the end of the fight of this of the second version you have to then go into a vent system where he'll go and he'll stand on a platform and you have to go underneath the platform and take him down from above but it takes a while to get there, too. I mean, you have to hit him many times before you finally get to that last phase of this fight. Yeah. And I was using icicles, and it is like chip damage. Yeah. Because you're supposed to go and take him down from vents and do other things like that. But I didn't want to get close to him because he kills me in one hit if he hits me. So I didn't like that. I don't like I don't like any fights where if I get in their face and I'm dead in a hit. I do not like that. Yeah, I get it. You're not supposed to be seen. You're, but I didn't like you can kill me that quickly. That's I had a hard like time. Using the, uh, that's why I like using the wall takedown mechanic. That worked well for you? Yeah, because you got a wall in between you. Yeah. And Detective Vision is your friend. <laughs> I just know one time I snuck up on him, that was I thought that was amusing. When I went behind him and grabbed him, I didn't know if you could. And I'm like, hi, I wonder if I can. And you can, but it's not safe. Because he can turn around sometimes and be like, oh, hi, murder. What's up, Frozen Betty? <laughs> it was still a cool fight. And then after you finish this the scene where you have a cutscene and you go and you beat him in the vent. You have a, a very last part where you get frozen and Ferris Boyle turns out to be an asshole. Lo and behold, you know, who would ever guess that somebody Bruce Wayne is funding would be bad. 
And he goes to kill Mr. Freeze while you're frozen in ice. He's just going to shoot. I think he's going to kill both of you. (laughs) Yeah. There's no witnesses. I know that's what I'd do if I was him. And he starts and he starts beating Mr. Freeze, and you have Mr. Freeze's health bar, which is already halfway down from your fight, and you have to break out of the ice by tapping A like five times to break different parts of you out. I think it's five. So you're four or five times, and then you're able to you have to go grab Ferris Boyle and beat you know, beat him down. I thought that was cool. As you're watching Mr. Freeze's health bar just dip down. Yeah, it really does. Like it's it's funny because it gives you almost a sense of helplessness while you're sitting there just watching this happen. And it's not I don't think it's something Batman's used to, but ultimately you do get out. You put the punch down on Ferris. You, you know, save Nora, who is about to die because Ferris boils an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And I think this is kind uh, of. The turning point, too, because Batman saves Nora. He doesn't let her die. And I think that's why Mr. Freeze is sort of your ally in Arkham City, because you didn't just let her die. You you show that you care. Well, you leave the penguin frozen in an ice wall. Yep. Yes. You care about dead old women. You, de- you care about dead women. You just don't care about little, short, angry men. I'm sorry. Frozen women. They're not. She's not dead yet. She's pretty damn close to it. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the credits and a little bit of talking, saying, you know, filling the rest of the story out without having cutscenes. <laughs> but I think one thing interesting, you start to kind of see a difference of Batman where you look at before, like when Arkham Origins start, how Batman is such a villain to, to the police. And then as it's progressing, you're starting to see him, you know, not be a villain anymore. Yeah, you know? he's becoming the, you know, the Batman that we all know and love, or at least, you know, the Batman that we are fine with yeah because i mean if you look in like arkham city and arkham knight he's still very much just like holding things close to his chest when he can just tell people what's happening and it would be so much better instead of just being like oh i know i'm just gonna do this all on my own it's like no just tell them what's happening so they can help you (laughs) but i think that's also just kind of in game design because in arkham city robin's there and he's like oh i can help you and he's like no go in the city it's like we don't have the budget to have robin yet (laughs) This is creepy old 360 tech. It's 2011. <laughs> I mean, Robin shows up in Harley Quinn's Revenge. Yeah, true. But I mean, it's not like Robin is like even like a co-op mission or something. Which yeah, Gotham Knights is so far away. <laughs> it's I'm, October. I have the toys on my wall right now, <laughs> and I have to wait seven months for the game. <laughs> I'm surprised how late that is. To be honest. It's just a part of the pandemic and how slow. Oh yeah, because didn't they advertise it in 2020? Yeah, it was at DC Fandom where it was. It was for 2021, and that not great looking Suicide Squad game is 2022, and now that's 2023, and Gotham Knights is later this year. I think we're going to get that Suicide Squad game. I hope not. (laughs) I'm interested in it because that's the Rocksteady one. Yeah, but I mean, everything about that trailer just looks like it's so tryhard. Yeah, and agreed. I know one of the former writers on that project, her name is Kim McGaskill, and she's has a great social media account, and she's really talented, and uh, she worked on that game and had to leave because of rampant sexism, so that does not wow. make me excited to play said jokey Suicide Squad game. Um and I'd just rather be the Justice League. It's like everyone's trying to make the Suicide Squad happen. <laughs> so yeah. don't give me the Flash. I'd rather be the Flash than Captain Boomerang. <laughs> like, just unless this all this development is, they're adding Peacemaker and Eagly has a backpack that can fly you around. That's what I want. That's how you get me to pre-order. <laughs> I mean, it just seems yeah, weird. I mean, pre-order. It's yes. been a big push of Suicide Squad in general. Like, I mean, ever since the first movie, I mean, you just nothing but push with them. And it, I don't know. I mean, it could be a good game. I mean, I'll, I'll play it at some point after it comes out. I'm sure it'll be on my list. But yeah, I, I don't know. I know what you mean. Like you, when you see like the trailers and you see, you know, the boomerang being the Flash, essentially, why not just have the Flash? Yeah, it's like, you know, you you watch the Arkham series and how it kind of evolved. And it's like, look at what they did with Batman. Now, it doesn't mean that their work in Batman translates to like other super powered beings, but it's like 
There hasn't been a Superman console game in over 15 years. There's a reason. For yeah, that. because the last one bombed so hard. But it had a lot of great ideas that if you just flesh out, like you can make a really great Superman game. It's the ingredients are there peppered throughout all of the kind of starts and stops that they've had. And like, again, it's like another tired Superman's a bad guy. And like, I just want to be the Flash. Like, I want a Justice League game. There's like, a Flash I'm, game. Yeah, for like the Sega Master System. <laughs> for GBA, I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, I have that one. And there's like, I have the Game Boy Flash game based on the 90s TV show. But, you know, you see the Flash running around and like Green Lantern and all these people that I'd rather be more than Deadshot and Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I think they also thought Suicide Squad would be bigger. I mean, that first movie didn't really do well, so. Well, it nearly made a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, it did make a lot of money. It just oh, didn't do it critically. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't that bad. It was worse. You're right. <laughs> I don't like that first movie. Still haven't watched the theatrical version. Still can't try watch it without falling asleep. What's well, the Statler and Waldorf? <laughs> that wasn't so bad. Nope. It's all bad. Oh. <laughs> I wish they really should send a cut of that movie though someday. So, all, and the you last mean, thing we should say before we go to shelf is Suic- the Suicide Squad thing we're talking about. This is a continuation of the Arkhamverse, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. But Gotham Knights isn't, even though where that story leaves off, kind of. Yeah. Although I think by the end of Gotham Knights, you're going to be playing as Batman. He's going to be back. I'm assuming Batman's going to be in Suicide Squad Kills Justice League anyway, so. But, uh, have you played Arkham Knight? I know he died in the end, but hes I don't think he's dead, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember if I ever beat Arkham Knight, to be honest with you. I, I know the ending, but I have i have no memory if I beat it or not. Well, we should do it. I literally just bought oh, we the are doing DLC July. season pass for it. <laughs> July, we're going to cover it at the end of the season and then work on the DLC and then finally be done with this damn series. I can play it on Game Pass and get achievements. All right. I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box for this DLC, Cold Cold Heart. And uh, Kenneth, why don't you go first? I will put this on the shelf, actually. I thought this was joyous, short, you know, good DLC. Didn't have a lot of busy work like Harley Quinn's Revenge. It didn't piss me off as much as Harley Quinn's Revenge. (laughs) I like the fact that you get to play as a fully powered Batman right at the beginning and just being able to dole out shock and awe on everybody. Yeah, definitely. Definitely put this on the shelf. Okay. And what about you, Blair? Same. And I really, I'm really bummed that because with, with Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, they had the, I think Arkham Asylum was like a game of the year edition. And same thing with Arkham City, where they had that terrible cover that was just plastered with review quotes. Yeah, but they, 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 they collected everything into this, um, everything was on disc. And I really wish that Warner Brothers would remember that this game exists. Like, re-release this on Switch or PS4, 5, and the Xbox consoles with this as one package, maybe throw in Blackgate. Like, I I would put this on the shelf, and I just wish that Warner Brothers cared about this more than what they do. Yeah, same. I don't, Arkham Origins really should have got a, a collection with this on there on, on a disc, because I would have bought it 100%. I know it wasn't, like, a bestseller, but they could have called it the something collection. It doesn't have to be Game of the Year. Just, you have a marketing people for that. <laughs> just call it the Game Collection. Well, there was the other DLC for this game, too, where you had a just a bunch of challenge maps where you played as Bat- Bruce Wayne or something. Well, this had a multiplayer challenge map. Oh, I forgot about that because you're like in the um, kind of like the League of Shadows place in Batman Begins. I forgot yeah, the initiation yeah. challenge map. I didn't do it, of course, or I don't think I even bought it because I just bought I didn't buy the season passes. I just bought Cold Cold Heart, I think. But I I, I have it. It's it's kind of hard. And this game had a full on multiplayer game. Most people forget about. Yeah, I think most people forgot about it when it came out, too. Hey, it didn't do well. It was at that time when everybody was trying to put, you know, multiplayer and everything. Yeah. Josh Keaton was Robin, though. Okay, I'll go last. I'm also going to put this on the shelf. I really enjoyed it, even though that final fight pissed me the hell off. But that's 
that's more on me than the game. And it's, it's fine. I just don't like challenge at times, but I really enjoyed this. I still think Batman Arkham Origins is probably my favorite of the Arkham series, though. <laughs> so I, I know that's an unpopular opinion. I have not played Night in a long time and I'm not. But so far, what we played in the show, this is my I really like Arkham Origins. So, yeah, I'm putting on the shelf and I'm really glad we played it. I think that's everything. And Blair, where can people find you at? People can find me at comicbookvideogames.com, and you can read my work there, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Blarcade. If you'll just let me indulge just a little second longer, uh, this month, the second volume of the NES Omnibus by author Brett Weiss is coming out, and I have a few stories in that, including one on Mega Man 5, which you can uh, listen to on this show as part of Mini 12 after you pick up the book if you're so inclined. And you can hear you talk about Mega Man 6 later this month when I finally... Well, hell, at the time of this release, Mega Man 6 already been out. So some point in late March, early April, Mega Man 6 episode came out. Go listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, there are tons of other episodes. We do games, movies, comics, and tons of Batman stuff because we are obsessed with Batman. And since I said that, I should look up all the Batman episodes we have done. It's been a lot of Batman, is what he said. Yeah, it would help to, you know, search this before I start talking, but, you know, that doesn't happen always. Eh. Batman, we did Batman War of Jokes and Riddle, comic 35. Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, episode 159. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, film 23. Batman Court of the Owls, comic 33. Batman Haunted Night, comic 32, which not enough people have listened to. I I, I checked True. those numbers. It's, cool. it's good. It's a good comic. Read a good episode, too. Batman Arkham Origins, episode 139. Batman Mass of Phantasm, film 18. Batman Arkham City DLC, Harley Quinn's Revenge, mini 13. Batman Arkham City, episode 118. Batman Arkham City Comic 24. We look at the comic that comes right up to the game. Batman The Killing Joke, comic 22. Batman Arkham Asylum, episode 97. Batman The Long Halloween, comic 17. Batman Death of the Family, comic 8. Batman Hush. Comic 3. <laughs> and the last Batman thing to mention, Batman Episode 3. We cover the Genesis game. <laughs> this is our 17th Batman episode, by the way. Wow, that's a lot of Batman. Mm-hmm. And you're on most of those. You're not in the early ones, but yeah, everything yeah. else after that. You're on more Batman episodes than you're not, so far. That's pretty much where I live, is on Batman episodes of this show. <laughs> yeah, I'm noticing. <laughs> Oh, and I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hath Fury. Go check her out. You will see a link in the show notes to her TikTok. So definitely go follow her on there. And if you did enjoy this episode and you can't and you're wondering why you can't find all the old stuff I just mentioned, Podbean, Podcast Addict, use one of the program, use one of the other podcast catchers besides iTunes or Spotify that go all the way back. Where you can just go to our website on Podbean and you can grab all our episodes that way. I know it's not the most convenient, but it's there, so you should go do it because it's always fun to listen to podcasts, people you enjoy. And if you listen to all this crap, you must enjoy me. So, hey, I'll definitely go check that out. Give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU roundup with me. We went through all the damn movies. Check out his podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. We do have a Patreon for the little doll. You can go vote the Patreon poll. Please go do that and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So, we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. So long. Bye. Bye.